Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over Nashville, uh, all over uh, social media, because we are Nashville's on-demand sports.network, going live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Find links to the show on our Twitter timeline, also our Instagram. Uh, but we got to thank our sponsors, because they make it happen for us, and they help out you guys with Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or simply at wilsoncountyhyundai.com, the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, plus Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a health plan for you, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. And Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. If you've been injured in a car wreck, Call Hughes and Coleman right away for a free case consultation at 800-800-4600. So, Zach, you, you brought up James Foster, our A to Z sports film analyst. Uh, and I don't know if you saw uh, one of James's tweets over the weekend, but it was a cut-up of, man, Aaron Brewer played great against the Giants. Here is his best plays. And it was a cut-up there, and it made me think immediately of Zach's one guy who has to play better in week two than he did in week one was Aaron Brewer. So I, I did think that was interesting. But uh, regardless, the Titans do need a bounce back uh, off of against the Buffalo Bills. Do you think Aaron Brewer and the Titans offense can get it done? <laughs> well, if you're first and 20, you're behind the sticks. And if you're first and 20, this offense isn't set up to get 20 yards uh, consistently. And so they can't have penalties. If you watched football yesterday, there was a lot of teams that were hurting themselves. And that happens each and every week. But the Titans notoriously are not one of those teams. And you saw, I think, a little bit more penalties than a Mike Vrabel coach team. I mean, that's why he's the coach of the year. He was very disciplined. They were great with their roster last year. They ended up being the number one seed in the AFC. You know, this year, and I think this kind of goes right into what we're, we're leading the show with, is the identity of the Titans over the last couple of years is unique. I do think it was built. I do think John Robinson and Mike Vrabel, they sat down, they wrote out a plan and said, this is the team that we want to be, that we need to be, that our players and our roster is constructed to be. And so far, they have had success over the last couple of years. Now, they're trying to knock down the door. Right, They're trying to bust through and be that premier team each and every year that everybody is fearful of. Well, 10-point underdogs are not that, and that is what the Titans are tonight in Buffalo. But I thought this was telling, and we kind of saved it all last mm -hmm. week for this particular show of what Lawan said after their loss to the Giants, in which, look, Danny Dimes, they got it done yesterday on a, a great late play by Daniel Jones running the football to close that out. They're 2-0, which is wild. Both yeah. New York teams win. That doesn't happen that often yesterday. But after the Giants beat the Titans, Lawan basically was like, we represented against the G-Men exactly not who we are. And I, I think that's, that's big time on how you beat the Bills is getting back to who you represent and what roster that you, you kind of identify with. Yeah, here's Taylor Lewan after the loss of the Giants. Historically, the last five, six years, it hasn't been us. Usually we're a second-half team that um, really puts it down and, and uh, runs off the ball and, and finishes and finishes those long drives, those hard drives, those 12, 15-play drives. And, you know, for whatever reason, there's uh, 
there's not a specific play. That's the thing. You know, it wasn't like week one last year. It was like, like that, 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 that. It's just, you know, a lot of unfortunate things that we got we to gotta own up to from an accountability standpoint, all of us, and um, figure out how we can get better because we're going to Monday Night Football game next week. And that Monday Night Football game is tonight against the Buffalo Bills. And so, Zach, you know, we talked about this like Wednesday or Thursday of last week on we need to save this for Monday morning before that game. You know, why did you think it was that important to save it this morning going into this game against the Buffalo Bills? Well, you have to be a second-half team if you are going to upset a team. And look at what happened yesterday. Two great examples of second-half teams coming back and beating teams that they weren't supposed to beat. The Arizona Cardinals in an unbelievable game beat the Raiders and the Miami Dolphins in an unbelievable game. That was the best game of the day yesterday against Baltimore in Baltimore come back because they were second-half teams. They were resilient. They both were behind. And we have seen that a lot more often from the Tennessee Titans as they're blowing through. And we've, we've also seen both sides of it. The L.A. Rams, they were a first and a second half team last year, right? It didn't matter if they had a lead, but they closed it out. They were up 13-0 against New York last week. Then they fell apart. They relinquished the lead, and ultimately we know the result that they lost. But LaJuan, I thought that that was important to recognize what happened after the game on Sunday and then realize that's not who we are and we cannot do that next Monday night. No, and then you leave out the Browns where Corey Davis and the Jets and Joe Flacco look Joe Flacco looking like he's two, two, 2012 uh, Joe Flacco out there with the Jets and Nick Chubb. If he just goes down instead of scoring a touchdown, the game is over. The Jets don't get the ball back. Uh, they end up coming back down 13 in under two minutes uh, in a pretty incredible win. So that that's three games yesterday, Zach, where there were, you know, two touchdown deficits in the fourth quarter and the team came back and won. Uh, in pretty incredible fashion. And the, the Tua game, you know, six touchdown passes and being down by that much in the second, in the fourth quarter to Lamar Jackson was pretty nuts and how they were able to do that. But yeah, you're right. The Titans were, the Titans, that's what the crazy thing about the Giants game is they did everything the, the way they wanted to. Like Taylor one is, is correct. The Titans had the blueprint to beat the Giants last week. Get out early, score in your opening drive, get stops, get it, get after the quarterback, build a halftime lead, and sit on it. They didn't sit on it. They let the Giants out from under their, their thumb there, and they lost that game. They have to play the Giants. They have to play the Giants' role tonight against the Bills and be that pesky underdog that won't go away. And by being physical and playing through, uh, a lot of adversity in the second half of this game. I, I mean, I agree. They have to be a second-half team tonight, or there's no way, no way this game's close if they're not. Well, and then there's a little sprinkle of flavor. I like to do salt bay. It's a little salt, and that salt is revenge, Austin. You know, the Bills should and probably are pissed off. This is a home opener. There's probably more excitement around the Buffalo Bills heading into a season than there as ever has been. Super Bowl champion picks, Josh Allen MVP picks. I mean, this is what we've seen. And then they come out and they beat the defending Super Bowl champions on Thursday night to start the season. Now they're back in Buffalo and they get an opportunity to get revenge on a team that, let's just face it, has had their number in prime time. You know, back-to-back -back years and 
they had that weird Tuesday night COVID game where the Titans just whooped their ass. I mean, there's mm-hmm. no other way to put that. I cannot put that nicely. That's what happened on that Tuesday night. And then last year, that was just an epic back and forth battle where the Bills had an opportunity to win that game. And then the Titans defense stepped up and rose to the occasion. So all of these storylines are heading into Monday night. Now, the NFL loves it, right? We love it. What's going to happen, though? Is Mike Vrabel going to have his team ready to play in prime time like he notoriously has? Yeah, for sure. All right, so I, I see some comments, uh, you know, Brock and some others saying uh, uh, missing Fulton and Molden is very scary against this Bills team. And yeah, Christian Fulton out for this game with a hamstring after not practicing all uh, last week. So let's go ahead and get the chat more involved, Zach, this morning. What is your confidence level in the Titans beating the Bills on Monday Night Football? That's a 1 through 10. What is your confidence level in the Titans beating the Bills one through 10 on Monday night football uh, as a 10 point underdog. But first let me tell you guys about the bone and joint Institute, bone and joint TN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, know who to go to and know who to trust. That's both the bone and joint Institute, bone and joint TN.org. The website's super easy to use, very easy to book an appointment and to find the right specialist that you need to go to based on whatever injury you currently have. So check them out. Also, uh, check them out on social media because I am picking a winner for Tennessee-Florida tickets today. Uh, before our pregame show, I am doing that today. So you still have a chance to get in there uh, to enter to win a pair of tickets uh, to the Tennessee-Florida game. A lot of stuff going on in that game. Uh, but that's via the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. Also, don't forget BetMGM. They power this show, and we love BetMGM. Won a little bit of cash last night, as I mentioned, on Sunday Night Football between the Packers and the Bears. Going to place a little, some some bets tonight. You know, it's Monday Night Football. Now I got I got to sprinkle it around because of the matchups heading up tonight, which I'm very, very excited for. You got Bills and Titans, and then the Eagles. AJ Brown, you get. I mean, Titans fans are they going to be flipping over, right? Oh, There's a little FOMO, no, right? You there will, you will be flipping 11? over. Yes, well, real football flipping. fans will be flipping over, right? No, you got to no, diversify, no, no, as no. they say, and watch multiple games. Excited about tonight's games. Sprinkle a little money on on whatever you want. There's a risk free bet up to a thousand dollars on the NFL tonight. They're hooking you up. New users use the promo code ATOZ Sports. All right, so what is your confidence level, 1 through 10, on the Titans beating the Bills on Monday Night Football? Uh, BetMGM has the Bills as a 10-point favorite uh, right there. I believe it's plus 360 for the Titans on the money line. Uh, but, Zach, I'll send you to the chat. What are the people saying on their confidence? I, look, look we, we do have to establish rules on our confidence levels because it's a new season. It's week two, right? You can't sit on the fence with a 5. You can't be a 10. Rarely can you be a 10 and you can't be a zero because zero is literally outside of one through 10. So there's some rules in our confidence level game that will play a lot this football season, but one through 10, what are people saying? Well, I think the magic number for the first three comments, Steven, Jonathan and Jared all go four, four, four. Uh, Eric comes in with a three gene goes seven. Orlando goes eight, 6.5 from Titan tough. Tighten up says three. Hot Doobie says six. Eric goes with three. Confidence is a two from Jeff Roberts. 
You've got G-Man on base going three and a half, 2.222 from Stephen King. Wilbur says three, Michael 6.8, Jordan says seven, Titans Kyle at 4.1, Michael Billington at four, Titans Rossi goes with an eight, a little bit higher up there on the scale. Roy goes seven, Tim with three, Alonzo nine, Nick with four, AE with eight. We're kind of all over the board here. Now we're starting to spread it out. Ryan says uh, five. Jonathan is uh, is high on 420. Preston says five. Timothy says five. Solid five coming in from Zachary George. 7.5 from Xavier. Derek says 5.5. Jesse with an eight. So a ton of numbers as I just rattled off a few and more numbers are coming in. You know, I, I do think that there's a wide spectrum there. We yeah. started off with some fours and threes, but then moved up between the seven, eight, six, five range. Austin, your confidence level as the Titans as a 10 point underdog heading to Buffalo yeah. on Monday night. Real quick, Caleb says, that why not just say one through nine if you can't say 10? Well, Caleb, it's illogical to say your confidence is at a 10 when you're a 10 point underdog on you, the road. You can say 10. You can, I just think it's illogical. You can say 10. And, but nobody should have that type that type of confidence. For is, this particular question, you're probably going to get drugged. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like you can like and I said rarely can you be a 10. Like just go be 10 at your own uh at your own, you know, level there, but I just don't think it's logical. But Zach, I'm at a three and a half. And it doesn't mean I think the Titans suck. It doesn't mean I think the Bills are going to march their way to the Super Bowl. It doesn't mean I think the Titans won't have a successful season. I just don't think the Titans have it tonight in Buffalo uh, to hang with the Bills. And the only reason why I'm not a three and I have that extra half uh, point of confidence is because I do give credit to the Titans playing close and, and having the ability to overplay uh, in matchups where they typically should lose the game. But right now, the injuries the Titans have with Fulton being out, uh, with Kyle Phillips not being 100%, uh, and some they're missing some other depth players as well, I just don't think they have the, the defensive secondary to hang with the Buffalo Bills. Now, Gabe Davis is going to be interesting, right? Because he's a wide receiver who for the Bills who's really come into his own over the last several games and several months of playing with the Bills dating back to last year. He had an ankle injury in practice, and I believe he's a game-time decision tonight. So we'll have to keep our eye out for that. If Gabe Davis goes down, I might bump it up to a four. But again, I just don't think the Titans have enough when it comes to their secondary. You're going to have to rely upon Roger McCreary and also uh, Caleb Farley to be your your top two corners without Christian Fulton available and without Elijah Molden. I just don't think the Titans' defensive front can make up enough from the youth and inexperience in the back end against Josh Allen and his cannon arm. So three and a half. I'm I'm higher than that. I'm five and a half. Okay. And the reason why is the Titans notoriously do play these teams good and they play them close and they usually win, which is, uh, so I, I do go to history. Also, uh, Mike Vrabel coming off of a loss. I also value what that record is, which yeah. is very, very good. I, I look at that. And I say Mike Vrabel, he knows how to – and look, they didn't do a very good job in the second half, but Mike Vrabel coming off of a loss 15-8 and eight in his career, average margin of victory is a 9.6. That's something. That's not nothing to me. Yeah. And here I think is the outlier. I think two things. I am 
I'm okay with the defense. I think the defense is going to play well. I think for the Titans to win, and I'm I'm not trying to get ahead of myself because we still have you know our pregame halftime and postgame sure. show tonight. So make sure you get locked in Titan Game Day Live. This to me for the Titans to win is a epic Derrick Henry performance and either Robert Woods or Traylon Burke stepping up. So one of those two guys that if those if you get two players. If you get one of your wide receivers, which you don't know much about, I think that's the hard when you t- comes to confidence. I'm, I mean, I'm 5.5 is not very confident. So I, I'm more confident than you are. You are more confident than you are not. Like, right. Yes. You're over the fence. Because I look at the history and I do think, based on week to week improvement, that is something I do trust and have confidence in the Titans to do. I do think they're going up against a buzz buzzsaw. There's going to be a lot. I mean, Bills, it's 928 there. A lot of people have already started cracking. Yeah, I was, I was about to ask. When do they start start drinking? Like now? Yeah, right. Bloody, I'm Bloody Mary has been had by a Bills fan uh, already. Kegs and eggs. Uh, I'm a kegs and eggs guy. I'd right? rather go so, beer and beer and breakfast. Than, uh, than I like Mary. Bloody Marys. But, but for this... I think that's going to be a really tough environment. I think Bill's mafia is going to be at their best, but Derrick Henry is the silencer, right? He, he can step it down and silence a crowd because he's just that good. And so I'm at a 5.5 and I think, I think Titans fans should be right around there. I don't think they should expect to win plus 10. I, I think I'm okay with plus 10. Plus, uh, no, points. I, I think plus 10 is a good bet. Like, I definitely think that's a good bet. I just don't think the Titans are going to win this game. I also don't think they're going to play bad either. Like, I, I don't think it's going to be. think a, the better team is going to win. Yeah, and I just play. don't feel like the Titans will have the. If the Titans could not close out the New York Giants, then I don't expect them to close out the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo on Monday night. And, you know, I, I do when, I do have this, Zach. I, I do have an interesting question for you. Uh, it's a little bit of a trivia on a Monday, but do you know the last time the Titans started a season 0-2? Do you know the last time the Titans season started at 0-2? Uh, but I don't want you to – I'm going to put you to work and tell you about Wilson County Hyundai before you try well, to guess. It, so you're not, now you're really screwing me. Yeah, you're telling me to go you, to work and not think. Well, like, so I'll, I'll not, talk about BetMGM while you can uh, you can work uh, in your mind. No uh, researching yeah. allowed. No cheating. No He's setting up for failure. I will tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans, uh, and I'll do that right now. FBHP.com slash A to Z. 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. They've got you covered. Better coverage, better rates, better service. I've experienced that this year, and I'm really, really glad that I did. When I switched from my old health plan, I wasn't getting the same benefits. Plus, I was paying 20% more. I didn't even realize I was paying 20% more. So I went through a health health assessment at Farm Bureau Health Plans, and they gave me a new rate. They gave me a new plan, and I benefited off of it. So if you are single, if you have uh, kids, you're married, if you have a family, they have the perfect plan for you. And it usually, and I don't want to guarantee it, but it usually is more cost effective. The only way that you can find that out is by going to fbhp.com slash A to Z, get a health assessment, get a quote, and decide for yourself today.
All right, don't forget, download the BetMGM app and use our code all this week, ATOZ Sports, and your risk-free bet on pro football up to $1,000. It's a great way to jump on board. I had a great college football weekend. I did throw some on the Jacksonville money line yesterday, which was plus money, so that was good. But a big-time college weekend for me and a big-time tonight, Monday Night Football uh, for you can be with code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk-free bet with BetMGM up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older. Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions, subtle qualifications, other requirements, rewards issued as knowledge for bets. Subscribe credit. Free bets expire in seven days. For problem game with support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. So, Zach, I taxed you and asked you the question. When's the last time, the last season, the Titans started 0-2? They started 0-2. And I've got the game pulled up uh, just to go through the box score of history. Uh, but the last time the Titans started a season 0-2, which they could do tonight as a significant underdog in Buffalo. So, I mean, they've had they had some bad seasons, right? In uh, 13, 14, 15. So, like, right. there's kind of my range. Yep. Um, man, this is a tough one. I'm trying to think because the more memorable ones are the openers yeah 0-2 right was this a year that they lost at home in their opener uh yeah okay so now I'm starting to narrow that that goes back to five you have five options (laughs) right right right. well but that's what I was thinking four options I'll just go with my gut because I don't I'm not wasting more time my gut when you first asked the question was the year they lost to the Patriots at home uh that that year against Tom Brady because I was at that game. I think that was the last game I've actually attended. Um, Do you know what year that was? No, I don't. But that was the year. That's my guess. Uh, that was the year. Uh, yes, 2012. The Titans lost in week one at home to the Patriots 34-13. Then went out to San Diego to place the, the Superchargers and got smacked 38-10. to uh, That was a Jake Locker year. The first three games of that season, Jake Locker led the team in passing and rushing. <laughs> uh, they they did beat the Giants. I'm sorry. They beat the Lions in week three in that crazy overtime game where Nate Washington had the catch over the guy's head and all that too. So that was the, the last time the Titans started 0-2 was in 2012. Final so record been, in 2012 was? 6-10. and 10. Yeah. Well, and, and so but here's my thing about this is – if the Titans lose tonight, it's okay. Like it's not the end of the world. The Titans are not going to go six and ten this year. If the Titans start off zero and two, that's at least how I feel about this. They're a but, better football team than see, what they're going to show in the record. Austin, here is the difference, though, because the week three opponent matters. You now have two zero and two teams yeah. fighting for their lives, and the Raiders both are previous playoff teams, right? Both made the playoffs last year. Both have played well at times. The Raiders played a great first half against the Arizona Cardinals. Terrible defense at the end of the game. Uh, The Titans played a good first half against the Giants. Terrible second half uh, against that team. So you you just, you're putting yourself into, you go 0-3, your your goose may be cooked, and you you can't afford to do that. I don't disagree with that. That's why I do think that, this is a lot more important tonight than usual because of those circumstances. But the Raiders are in a much different situation because of their division. 
right? What do you mean? The Raiders at 0-2 are two full games back already. Like they're all they're in a deeper hole than what the Titans would be in at 0-2. Well, the Titans, the, the Titans are are messed up because of the tie. When the Texans and the Colts tied, I literally was like, I better go buy some BC powder for the season. Yes. Because it's gonna be a complete and utter half game headache for the rest of the way. Yeah, and, it and so pissed me off. That that is, yes. I think that's a huge wrench in what the AFC South represents this season. And then the Jacksonville Jaguars, which we'll talk about here shortly, they're also, which you, you could call me out on Aaron Brewer, but I'll call your ass out on the Jacksonville Jaguars because of what they, I think what, if you watched them yesterday, they look much improved as a football team with the players that they attained this offseason. Sure. Sure. And I, I wasn't, I wasn't doubting that they were going to improve. I just, I disagree with your strong statement about the Jags being able to beat the Titans. They're look, the swing team. Well, well I, so I, just don't, I don't think they're the swing team. I just don't think I'm going to put that strong of a label on them. But anyway, but I, I think for tonight, like you mentioned that Derrick Henry can be the, what would you call him? Derrick Henry is the one that, that brings him back to life. I uh, forget the word you put on it, but I, I'm curious to see if Derrick Henry in the run game looks better and more explosive, more energized tonight against the Bills uh, because Ed Oliver is also out. And the one thing the Bills struggled with a season ago was run defense. And because of what the Rams are, they don't run the football just in general. So we we never like we don't we don't have a true test on if the Bills run defense is fixed from being a bad run defense last year because the Bills or the Rams don't try to run the football. And there are very few teams that run the football the way that the Tennessee Titans run the football, right? Like that's the scope of it. So I I think that's a fair point. And then you also, you know, you got to think about Todd Downing and what he has to do tonight. You know, look, takes a man to admit And he was able to do that as far as criticizing his play call because that was kind of the first time that we had an opportunity to ask him any questions as a public and media. He's got to be better. You know, he he just, he has to be better for his offense because he doesn't have the luxury of talent anymore. He doesn't, Uh, you know, and, and look, he didn't have the luxury of talent towards the second half of last year, but, He's got to really find out what Robert Woods and Traylon Burks and Austin Hooper represent to this offense. And they did a poor job in week one of answering any form of those questions. Yeah, yeah. And can the Titans get in a shootout, right? Because the Bills are going to score points, you, you would think. Can the Titans match in a shootout with this young offensive core and new offensive core? Well, usually how the Titans match with a shootout is controlling the clock and playing good defense. That is that that's their like in their holster. Yeah. That's what they pull out. And so that I, I don't expect and I don't know. I mean last year was a higher scoring game, it was both in the 30s, but I don't expect this this thing to be a Red River shootout that is, you know, 45-48. No. I I think that it is more of the Titans want to go control the momentum of the game. Yeah. And then, lastly, do what Taylor Lewan said. Play a good second half and be a disciplined football team like they were. Another thing of the reason why I was critical of Aaron Brewer and the penalties in general, when did they come? There too many of them came in the second half. 
You Zach, cannot have that. Zach, Aaron Brewer's two holding penalties were on the same drive. Like it, they happened like bang bang. And the Titans converted a first down on the first that, one. It's not going to happen consistently. <laughs> I, I'm just telling you, you're like, when did they come? On the same drive that they scored a touchdown well, on. The, even the Luan, even Luan's false start, right? You And this is what the coaches do. They have to diagnose every penalty. They have, and they have to clean that up. And that's what makes the Titans so good. That's why the Titans have been as good as they have been over the last several seasons. They are a disciplined football team. They don't do dumb stuff to hurt the team because God knows what Mike Vrabel does when he sees that type of stuff, right? It's not Bruce Arians telling Mike Evans, get out there and go save your quarterback, right? It's, it is not that, Yeah. But, they, but the Bills and Titans are scrappy, right? They don't like each other. So that's, I think that's another thing, a symbol, and, and it symbolizes what this game represents to two AFC teams they haven't met a lot in the playoffs recent years. That's been more, you know, Ravens, Titans. But there is a rivalry. The, the Bills don't like the Titans. I mean, they and don't. They've, yeah, they've played five years in a row at this point, And this will be year six, I believe. And the Titans have won the last two uh, in dramatic fashion at home on primetime in front of national audiences. So, yeah, the Bills are pissed. And I'm, I'm also fascinated to see the first edition of Jeffrey Simmons versus Roger Saffold. That'll be interesting, too. It is eSports here live on this Monday morning. Well, let's talk about the Colts now because we can all laugh at the Colts at losing in Jacksonville for the eighth consecutive season. Also, uh, I did find this funny. The Jags uh, have the last two shutouts the Jags defense has pitched are both to the Colts, and the Colts have been shut out three times in the last decade, and they've all come at the hands of the Jags. So I've, I find it very funny. Uh, in that situation. But here's the question. What's a bigger concern right now? It's early. Yeah. But the Colts bouncing back or the Jags sneaking up. What's a bigger concern right now? The Colts bouncing back or the Jags sneaking up. But first I'm going to tell you guys about our newest of uh, presenting sponsors. And that is Hughes and Coleman injury lawyers. They are the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. And when you're injured in a car wreck, you have to call them for a free case consultation at 800-800-4600. They will fight for you and get all of the money uh, that you deserve from the insurance company, because that's what they do. They've recovered over $1 billion for their clients across the state of Tennessee and in Kentucky, and will fight to get every dollar that you deserve. So don't hesitate. If you have been injured in a car wreck, Go to Hughes and Coleman. They are the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans and give them a call for a free case consultation at 800-800-4600, principal office in Nashville, Tennessee. It is Sports. We are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. They'll hook you up for a risk-free bet up to $1,000. You can bet on two games tonight, A to Z Sports. Your first bet for a new user is risk-free up to $1,000. They're the king of the sports book. We love BetMGM. Use that promo code ATOZ Sports. That's A-T-O-Z-S-P-O-R-T-S. All one word in the promo code tab when you sign up. Sign up tonight. They're hooking you up there. That's BetMGM. Download the app today in your Android or Apple app store. All right, a lot of comments flying in for this question. What's a bigger concern, the Colts bouncing back or the Jags sneaking up? Uh, let's uh, let's go to the comments now uh, from you guys. And I see uh, Jonathan starting with the Colts bouncing back. Uh, John, uh, 
Pomfret says the Jags sneaking up. Christian says the Jags. Uh, Matt is worried about neither. Deshaun is more worried about the Jags and the Colts right now. Gene says the Jags are definitely scarier than the Colts, no question. Marv says the Colts tighten up, says the Jags sneaking up. Jason says the Jags are coming. The Jags are coming. Matthew, Sarah, Peach, the Jags, of course. Trent says the Jags. G-Man says, I still think the Colts. Uh, the Jags getting better. Uh, Jags sneaking up. They have a good roster. The Jags sneaking up. Zach, this is a lot more Jags heavy than I was honestly expecting. Well, it's the right answer. Bravo to the chat. The chat got this right. Okay. I, don't. You better watch out for the damn Jacksonville Jaguars. I will be saying that all year. Yes, they're going to lose to teams. Yes, they lost to the damn Commanders week one. But who got trounced by the Lions and then the Commanders came back. But the funny thing is, is the Jags and the Lions, I actually kind of view them very similar. They've both improved the roster. Are they good enough to make the playoffs? No, I don't think that. But they have improved their roster. Those are the top two worst teams in the league, right? I mean, they that's where they the picked. Two worst teams? Yes. They picked one and two. Oh, okay. I, I so, so if you look at where they are and how much improvement that they've made, the Jags watched that game yesterday. This is what I like about what Doug Peterson is doing with Trevor Lawrence and what Urban Meyer refused to do with James Robinson. I drafted James Robinson on my fantasy team last year. I watched the whole up and down scenario of, hey, we're not going to put him in. We're not going to play him. And then he obviously got hurt. They do a fantastic job with Robinson. And they are utilizing him like they did two years ago when he was a beast. This is the other thing. And I'm going to make an analogy. And shout out to uh, all of the mushroom farmers across the country. Jake Plummer had an unbelievable year. It was the year that they went to the AFC Championship game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was in Denver, and they ended up losing big Roethlisberger won. Jake Plummer, that naked boot, it's hard to beat that naked boot. The Jags did an excellent job throughout the course of yesterday's game of getting Trevor Lawrence out in space where he uses his momentum to get receivers across the field. That is where he thrived. He thrived in in college. Now, you could sit there and say, why are they doing that? The book on Trevor Lawrence is he struggles to process quickly within the pocket. So they put him outside of the pocket where he can utilize his athleticism, athleticism, throw across his body, and, and convert first downs. The Jags, you should be worrying about them sneaking up. The Colts, if you look at their schedule, that's what's going to kill them. Tie, loss, they play the Chiefs, the Titans, the Broncos, the Jags again, and then the Titans. We've talked about their schedule before. I think that the Colts, they could be doing this, and that's huge for the Titans. Titans have got to win. But uh, my answer is you should be worried about the Jacksonville Jaguars sneaking up. So uh, you have to give the Jags credit. Yes, they gave James Robinson the football on a carry 23 times. Like, just good for running the ball. Now, they were up by a lot, and they could just do that, right? But he wasn't that efficient. They weren't efficient running the football really at all. I like, you know, last year they did not have Travis Etienne because he got hurt, uh, who was their second first-round pick in the Trevor Lawrence draft. He got hurt before the season started, but they're using him in some ways. And they paid Christian Kirk a ridiculous amount of money to give Christian Kirk 
but at least they're throwing them the damn football. Uh, and they're getting all their money's worth from Christian Kirk right now. So, yeah, you have to give the Jags credit. But I still I still am more concerned about the Colts bouncing back because I just don't trust that the Jags can do this on a consistent basis. They did just lose the Commanders last week. Yes, they wiped the Colts, but they've been wiping the Colts in Jacksonville for eight years. And it doesn't mean the Jags are scary, right? Like, is this different? I don't know. They wiped, they blew out the, uh, or they yeah. shut up. It's, it's different. Like the Jags you also have to be- watch. Have you watched Matt Ryan the last two weeks? That's why yeah, you should lose. Matt Ryan's really- you should lose faith in the Colts because no, of Matty Ice. Matt Ryan is not good. And again, this is, I'm the guy who's been saying this the whole freaking offseason that everybody falling in love with the Colts is ridiculous because Matt Ryan throws interceptions at bad times. He's also a statue. And the Colts, while they might be good at run blocking, suck at pass protection. And what have you seen? Matt Ryan scrambling and running around slowly for his life and getting sacked five times, throwing three picks, and he has nobody to throw to because Michael Pittman Jr. got hurt. And then, then they rely on Alec Pierce, a second-round rookie, too, and he's hurt, too. So it's just their, their offensive skills, and then they don't give the damn ball to Jonathan Taylor enough. Like, this is the same. The Colts are doing the same thing they did to start the season last year. They're just repeating their same mistakes, is they don't give the ball to Jonathan Taylor enough early. They set their quarterback up to fail, and they don't have a left tackle. It's the same thing as last year, except – Matt Ryan has two healthy ankles, but Carson Wentz might be more mobile with two sprained ankles. And it's just, I do think that they're going to be better than what they've shown the last two weeks. I just don't trust the Jags to do it consistently. They're going to beat the Chiefs next. They're going to be, or they're going to be 0-3. And Again, they, they were 0-3 last year. Correct, but... They were 0-3 last Here's awesome. the Colts. Like, no, it ain't the same no. AFC, but no. Well, look at the AFC. Everybody is one and one or oh and something. There's only two teams that are two yeah, and but the, quali- the quality of football teams. Like, don't don't let records fool you completely, right? Like 0-3 is a deal. Well, who's like, looked better? The Raiders or the Broncos? Well, because of coaching malpractice, it would be the Raiders. Right, but they're 0-2. The Broncos are one and one. And the Broncos, right? But but look, so, the, again, but the, the but that the West is going to steal playoff spots. That's I, the point. Is zero and three is different because you're competing, and that's why the Titans need to win tonight. If the Titans win tonight, that sends a huge message for the rest of the season. I, like, I, yeah, it is. It is. This is a big game, like a very big early game. But if the Titans, because they'd have the tie break over the Bills which is valued. You saw that last year with all of the tie breaks and how things played out. And then they get that much further ahead on, you know, the the Colts have played two divisional opponents and they don't have a win. No, I know. And that's that's like, that's not good. That's the boomer bust of their schedule, right? That they play five divisional games in the first seven weeks. The boomer bust is you either boom and you, you're hot to start and you get ahead, or you suck like those Colts have sucked, and now you're chasing from behind. And yeah, and you're right. Like the the tie math on the division is going to be a pain in my ass and your ass and everybody's ass over the entire season, unless the Titans separate themselves far enough where the half game does not matter as much because we're talking about two and a half or three and a half game leads. But you and, don't want you don't want the Colts to be 0-2-1 against an 0-3 Titans team in week four. 
And that's not that. Well, yeah, crazy. you don't want the Titans to be zero and three, but, but like, but that's not that crazy to think about. No, it's not. It's not because they messed it up against the Giants. Again, if the Titans were one and zero right now, then everybody'd be laughing all over the damn Colts. But yes. they're not because they screwed it up in the second half and fourth quarter against the Giants. Yes, and the Colts are saying the same thing. We screwed it up against the Texans, right? Like they should have never. The yeah, Texans but, have played two really close games, though. I mean, if you think about it, they played Denver, but through two and a half quarters, they played Denver tight. Like, and then talent came. Yeah, came and, up. So he, I was texting uh, Evan and Zach Reagan, some of our other uh, guys for with A to Z yesterday. I feel like I'm I'm unimpressed with more NFL teams right now then I am impressed. There are more teams that I'm just like, God, what? Like, that's just stupid. Like the Bengals, Joe Burrow sacked 13 times in the first two games after you spent all that money and a resource this offseason fixing your offensive line. And now the Bengals are going too, right? There's just a lot like the Rams, while they won yesterday, still allow almost allowed Marcus Mariota to come back and win that game. There's just a lot of weird stuff happening. I'm just not that impressed by a lot of teams right now in the NFL. Well, and it's that's why I'm soft. at a 5.5 tonight, uh, and you're at 3.5. That's a huge. I think that's a big difference, right? That's a confidence difference. Yeah, I'm. I'm on. We're on opposite sides of the fence here. Yeah, because I, I do think that, like, if the Titans won, I wouldn't be surprised they, because they played the way that they want to play. Is that going to be very difficult? Yes, it is. They're going to have to execute, but we've seen the Titans execute in these instances before I, I think I'm more worried when you talk about like concern level, I'm more worried about the, the home field advantage factor. I, I do. I feel like that is something that because like, this is what the bills like have worked for, for a decade since Jim Kelly retired, they've been working to get back to play meaningful Monday night football games where their crowd can impact the opposing team, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that's my worry comes from from Buffalo uh, as and it's it's a compliment to the fan base. They haven't had to worry about that. It's been in Nashville the last two years. Yeah, I just I, it's been in Nashville the last three years because uh, you go back to the uh, the the Cairo Santos game where he missed like four kicks and the Titans lost fourteen to seven. Yeah, um, and so. It hasn't been in Buffalo since Nick Williams dropped dropped the the most accurate pass that Mariota's ever thrown to lose that game. Tides were wearing white over uh, light blue that day. Oh, it's icy whites tonight, which is how it should be on Monday Night Football. Icy whites and all navy. That's the only two combos the Titans should. should I, I all navy. I'm I'm. It's wearing on me. I, I've never really resonated with the all navy. Oh, I'd, I, I wish they would do blue over white, but they lose every time they do that. So they do that for preseason. Do that. Yes. Well, no, they lost last year against the Jets, and the year before they lost against Cincinnati. So, like, sure. they they have this thing that, again, and that's why I love uniforms is it's a psyche. <laughs> yes, it is. A to Z Sports live on this Monday. We have a big day coming up because it's just eight fifty five a.m. Central Time. Uh, Titans and Bills kick off at six fifteen. We will have our pregame show at five forty five. Uh, 30 minutes before kickoff every week for the Titans game. So 545 tonight for our Titans pregame show. Buck Rising will be live for uh, Titan game day morning, but in the afternoon. That's at 2 p.m. Central Time. So he usually goes four hours uh, before kickoff. So uh, Buck live today at 2 p.m. 
then he will have great social media coverage for you guys on all of our A to Z accounts uh, from the stadium. And we'll have our, our pregame halftime and postgame show on these same channels that you're watching here. So a big day for A to Z sports. Zach, let's wrap up our Monday show with the ask me anything. But first tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. It's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Payne Bone and his team, they're right there live in Wilson County. It's a quick trip down I-40 exit 236, and you get a better deal at a better price than if you're buying in downtown Nashville. I always tell you about the concepts of if you go to a restaurant in downtown Nashville, you're going to pay downtown Nashville prices. Go a little bit further, drive a little bit, it's 20, 30 minutes, but you're going to get a better deal, and you're going to get the same quality make and model, whether it's the Palisade, third row seating, all the bells and whistles, full-size SUV, the Sonata, which is a four-door sedan, or the Ionic, which is battery-powered, they can order you a a Hyundai as well. So you just got to find exactly what type of car or vehicle you want, and they can hook you up. That's wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Don't forget, download that BetMGM app. Use our code ATOZ Sports when you sign up. And after your first deposit, your first bet on pro football is risk free up to $1,000. I got to get my game plan tonight uh, for Monday Night Football between the Titans and Bills. I uh, don't know what I'm doing yet on this one, but I had a big college football weekend. So I've got extra money to play with in my BetMGM account. So I'm going to be doing that. So check them out and download the app ATOZ Sports for a risk free bet on pro football up to $1,000. Zach, it's time for our new Monday in the show uh, topic, Ask Me Anything. So I'll let you uh, take it away here. Well, it actually works out because apparently in Nashville, it's going to heat up yes. this week. Yes. I mean, I think 98 I saw, which I like. I like hot weather. I hate jackets. I want to live where somebody can wear shorts. I will say, I am looking forward to long sleeve shirt weather. I, I don't. I like long sleeve shirts. I will live somewhere where I don't have to do that eventually. So this is the question, and it's this uh, fun fun versation card game that I have. And we've had this is a pretty good question. So this is the question: At what temperature does it qualify Ooh. as hot? Uh, it won't focus in there. Let's it's see okay. if I can get yeah, up. There, we, there go. we go. At what temperature does it qualify as hot? Now, I, I was looking at the temperature. 98 is the high on Wednesday in September. Yeah, no, thank you. I want no part of that. Now, 98 is hot, but we're asking what temperature does it qualify as hot in your in one's opinion? So I'll say I'm thinking I'll send um, I'll send you to the chat. Because there's a lot of answers here. So let's see. Well, 85, 86 from Sean Washington. Sean says 87, over 84. Jake says 80, which I feel like is low. Yeah. 85 is Seth. 82 from Luman. Roy says 85. Nas says 75. 82 from John. 90s coming in from Demetrius and Alonzo. Anything above 90 is fire from Tony. 90 from Derek. 93 from Caleb. 86 from Jacob. 86 from Eric. 85 from Lane. 87 from Chris. Spin says 60. 93. 85. 85 from Zuckerberg and Facebook user. 
85 from Brian. So the most popular answer is 85. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. If it's 85 in July, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. We got a break. You know what I mean? Because, like, I, you know, I got married July 7th. And it was, like, 84 degrees. It was perfect, right? But 84 in July is nothing. It's a yeah, it's 98 a in, on September 21st makes no sense in Nashville, Tennessee. Right. And I remember like last, I think it was like last Christmas, it was in the sixties and it was hot. Like it, that, that felt warm. It was like uncomfortably warm in the sixties at Christmas. So I think overall 90, it, it, nobody disagrees that 90s hot, regardless of the month, 90s hot, 85 or in that range, it depends on what month it's in. 85 in late September and October is hot. So I think 90 is the threshold of, yes, that's hot. And everybody agrees. I think that's probably, it's close to what I would say. I would say 88. I like if, and I'm just based on like my mental perception. If I look at the Weather Channel and I see the high is 87. I my mind doesn't register as oh that's going to be a scorcher. That double eights, that Michael Irvin. If I if I see a Michael Irvin, then that means that it's going to be hot. So eighty eight is probably my answer. We're two degrees off, but I think that's kind of my threshold as yeah as high. I think it's the same thing. It's you have to go up that to that next like number, that next first number. It's like when it's like why people price things at nineteen ninety nine or twenty nine ninety nine, right? It's because so $20 I'd split the difference with 89. I'd split the difference with 89. It's right, 89's like, hot. But if you look at, I, I guarantee you, if you look at 90 and 89, people are like, Ooh, that 90s, it hits differently. Cause you see that nine at the very I beginning. Agree. And yeah, everybody, everybody's commenting about humidity, humidity. Yes, yes, yes. And then yeah, uh, Orlando, that's the Derrick Henry. <laughs> yes. And then, um, Orlando says, how cold is too cold? We'll, we'll just, we'll save that for a later fun. Who, who knows? Hey, who knows? We got like, we have 50 more cards. <laughs> there you go. We were not going to do them all. Some of these are not good. I try to pick out the best ones, but um, again, a little different change up, switch up, switch up from ask me anything on a Monday. All right, there we go. We'll see you guys later on. So, you know, it's, it's an early, I like the six fifteen Monday night kick. It's, that's a good kickoff. It's not too late. We get an extra early uh hour there on the dual double header Monday night football game. So that's good too. So that's it for us this morning. We will see you guys uh, at five 45 for our Titan game day live pregame show. Buck rising will be live here on these same channels uh, at 2 PM central time for Titan game day afternoon uh, with Buck. So we'll see you guys later on. Have a great start to your Monday and talk to you soon. Appreciate it as always. Adios.